1: My foot got me drinking. My foot fountain got me drinking. Give me bill whiskey wine or chip. Anything to shake, this foot I'm in. My foot got me drinking.
0: At it again with another shade of blue. This is not your normal host. This is not Cody. You all are being spared from him today. This is David Greenwald. I'm here with Robert Russert and Thad Bell. Today was media day. People who have more flexible and cooler jobs than me got to go. Uh, Robert, Thad, you guys interviewed Peter Vermees today.
2: Yeah, and we wanted to make it kind of a, uh, you know, offhand, relaxed kind of Peter off the field thing, but knowing Peter, you know it got serious as well so <laughs>
0: is peter ever relaxed
3: <laughs> exactly <laughs> I th- we actually kind of talk about that in this pod with him so that's a that's a good segue into listening actually
0: did you did you tell him that we have a lot of thoughts on his on things that he says and does
2: <laughs> well you know we for the first time getting peter we didn't want to burn bridges he said at the end of the interview anytime that you know he wants us to be on He's good. So we're going to keep him, keep him to that.
3: Yeah. Probably not every week.
0: <laughs> I think we got to hold him to that. I think we got to get him on, you know, regular contributor, friend of the pod, Peter Burmese.
2: Uh Definitely. Definitely. I mean, you know, we were told by the PR guys, okay, he's kind of done for the day. Just let him go. But Thad insisted and kept moving closer and closer and he got him. So good job that.
3: Yeah. I, uh, I went over and I, I, segued into a story and then i said ah we were going to have you on the pod but they said you're already done for the day and he goes oh no i'll do it man he was like he was ready he was happy
0: <laughs> now i know that after victories Vermees and uh ownership crack a bottle of wine and talk about things they debrief have you have we thought about buying him wine to bribe him to come onto the pod i don't know no, that i can but... afford
3: wine he would drink <laughs>
2: Yeah, after being in the boot room today and seeing the liquor in there, yeah, we're not
3: going to be able to afford it.
0: Cody, You know, Cody works in crypto. I'm sure he could liquidate some Bitcoin and we could buy like a nice two-buck check.
3: <laughs> I kind of like that you have to liquidate in order to buy liquor.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, guys, before we hop into that interview, anybody who's listening, please make sure that you uh, rate, review our podcast wherever you get your podcast Apple, SoundCloud, wherever else make sure you follow robert on twitter at
2: spkc life
0: and make sure you follow thad at the back post because he won't say it if i don't i don't have twitter cody is at that cody though we are collectively the shades of blue we write at the blue testament.com go check everything out go check out the comments leave a comment on the article and let us know what you thought of our interview with pv
3: i was going to start off with hey, we, everybody always asks all the same questions at all these pressers i mean uh do you have any idea what's the dumbest question anybody's ever asked you in one of these pressers? And you can say if at it's I me mean, one of these pressers? Well in any of these kind of things.
4: Well I was saying earlier to someone that they were asking me about the evolution of the game. And I said, Well, let me tell you about the evolution of the game. I used to do these things when I was a player and I'd about about imagine like halfway through an interview, a person says, So do you think your hockey team's gonna be really good this year? <laughs> You know, uh, you get me? Like (laughs) halfway through the interview, you know, and and I don't believe that was a slip. It's like I said, where the, the thing about the game, the evolution is in all areas. And that means that guys who didn't want to cover soccer have been have either been forced or the good ones have realized that they have to start covering it and start really learning about it because it's here to stay and it's doing nothing but you know, evolving within the, the landscape of the sports industry of America, right? Yeah, I remember
3: talking to you at uh, you know down at Swope, and it, the questions every time you play LA would "How does it feel to play a big team like LA?" <laughs> well,
4: that was a big you, Okay, you day. want me to tell you a, a, a question that gets asked all the time? There's a question that gets asked all the time, you, whether it's here or somewhere else. You play a game, and you know, let's say the game's one-one, and in the ninety-fourth minute we score a goal and we win right yeah okay we win the game and then the question is hey were, were you excited when they scored in the 94th minute to win the game yeah. uh <laughs> like like what, what am i supposed to say there and i always have to bite my tongue so that i would say is not a really good question that's, that's when you're not allowed to say no shit huh well i mean i can say it once in a <laughs> while i can probably it gets bleep now
2: Force all right. Well, you mentioned the word "forced" earlier. You were forced to go take a vacation this year, from what we hear, anyway. Tell us about that. Why, were you, why did you have to be forced? First of all, and second of all, did you enjoy? Did you relax? Did you? What does Peter do when he I, relaxes? I,
4: I don't know if I was forced, but okay. I mean, all right. What, what I'd say is, is that I, I do try to get away every year. Yeah. The, the, the thing about it, though, is in this job, you, you, you. Like when you're away, all you are is the phone's
2: always gonna ring in it. Yeah, I mean
4: you're still honestly I mean every year I think I've done a deal like Christmas Eve and it's usually I'm walking in the water on a beach and my wife comes down like she's on the beach, comes down and says, like, hey, can you keep it down like everybody can hear you talking? (laughs) So that just it's it's you don't turn off in this job. It's just the way it goes. There's no off time. My understanding
3: of you throughout your history, though, is you you, you rarely ever turned off. I mean, I had uh, one of your former teammates tell me that they were roommates with you. And on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, you slept in the push-up position. And Tuesday, <laughs> Thursday, Saturday, you did it in sit-up position. Sunday, you might have done something else. It was, it, it, can you Do you have any idea which one said that?
4: Well, I would say there's a lot of guys that would say that. <laughs> I just had somebody recently just say that to me that I haven't talked to in a while. Um, I have a lot of guys that would, they use that same exact phrase. That's why I was laughing where you got that from. I'm just trying to think. Was it, I, I mean, it's not Savags. No. Okay. So it's somebody who's not here, like not, okay, not on the staff. Um, it would have I'm going to a- take a guess. Is the person working in the league? No. What is this? Twenty questions? Uh, maybe it was uh, Nick Garcia.
3: No. This this would have been a national team teammate. And yes, Frank Lopez. Of, it was it was actually and I I'll be honest. It's one of two guys and I don't remember which one told me because I talked to both of them that <laughs> summer. So is he even in the ballpark? No. Tony Miolo? Yes. Okay. Yes. It was either him or Winalda. I forget. So uh, he would say that. Yeah, he would say that. <laughs> yes. Because I talked to both of them that same summer, and like I'm pretty old as we. John Hart would say that too. I got a feeling all your teammates would say Probably something a like lot that. Of Probably a lot. I, 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 none of them are lying, though, are they? I mean, you're that dedicated. You're that. I mean, you have
4: that softer side to you. I know that, but I, I don't. I guess I don't. Uh, if I'm gonna do something, I'm doing it. Like I'm going after it. I, I don't know, so I was, I was just having a conversation with somebody we were talking about, so years ago, I had, had an endorsement, when I was playing, I had an endorsement with uh, MasterCard, and I had been doing a bunch of a sp- speaking events for MasterCard, and, and so a lot of times when I'd be there, the CEO of the company was there, and he was a, he was a great guy, I got to meet him quite a few times, and we, we developed a, a, you know, what I say a friendship was more because of the events we were at, you know, we just got along. Right. So I don't know, when I'm around people like that, I like to ask them questions about what they do. They're they're at the epitome of what they do, and I'd like to find out how they got there. So I asked them a question, I said, but it was obviously all on the professional side, and I said, what is the one thing that you would do differently um, in your professional career? And he said, and took me by surprise, he said, I wouldn't do as many overtime hours. And I said, that's BS. And he said, what? And I said, that's BS. I said, I don't know how you would have gotten to where you are today if you would have done all those things. Because sometimes it's time spent because someone sees it. And I said sometimes, right? That's very few. T- it's the experience that you get from all that work that you put in to then be able to deal with situations later on. And and that's why I always say, like, when somebody wants to kind of go, and obviously you can't see this on on the podcast <laughs> you want to go from like point A to Z but you want to jump over all the other letters in between the problem is you might get to Z and spend a little time there but it's all those letters in between that help you stay at letter Z and, and, and unfortunately too many people want to jump over all that stuff because those experiences are, make you successful when you get there right and so you got to put the time in and I don't know how else to do this job but you got to put the time in in all aspects of the the, the, uh, the business. But the other side to it is that you have to be around really, really good people. And that's probably my biggest strength is I, I'm not, uh, I think a lot of guys in high authority positions, I think they hire people that, because they're insecure, so they hire people that can't hurt them or are smarter, challenge, however you want to put it. And for me, I, I look at it completely different. I'm looking for all the people that can fill my holes, you know? And I, and I think, and that's why I'm so fortunate to be around such a great staff. But then, you know, the other thing is our staff has been together for a long time. A long time. It, it's, it's pretty remarkable. So we do a retreat every year. I, I do a retreat with the team every year at... Uh, our owner's ranch. It's an unbelievable place to be able to do it. And I have everybody introduce themselves, tell, say what their title is, and then say how many years they've been with the club. And I bet you on average, if you took all of our people on the techno side, I bet the average is probably close to 10 years, which is crazy. Yeah. In, all, in all the positions, right? Like academy coaches, could be admins, although that area just changed a lot recently. But uh, medical... Performance, uh, you name it. I mean, it's it's incredible how long people have been with us.
2: So you mentioned the A to Z idea. So let's let's break it down here. So let's talk academy. With the academy, A to Z. Where in that are you with the academy and your happiness with it and how it's progressing?
4: So I I have this. It's not a rule. I don't know. I I, I guess it's philosophically the way that I think. I never look back on anything and think that it was wrong. Mm -hmm. Because I think it's part of the evolution of what you're doing. Right? You had to start somewhere. And the things that you were doing at that time were... Don't get me wrong. You make mistakes. That's not... I'm not saying you never make a mistake. That's not what I'm saying. But it's not like I look back and go, Oh, we really messed up on... Like, no... Every what everything that we've done has been an evolution. Let's say in the academy, where I think, where I think we are now in the academy is this, and that is the the territories and the way that they've changed a little bit. Mm-hmm. Not to my liking, but they, I wish they changed more. I would like everything to be open, personally. Right. I understand. There's this staggered or this step-by-step they want to go with opening up the territories for me i would say open them all and be completely go whoever and get whoever you want right because we we know someday they will just go there right i I hope so i hope so i i I would hope that's where it would get to but i think what we've done is is that we have managed to evolve with the ever-changing landscape of youth soccer in this country but I also think that we have to take a big step because as although we have a big area in our territory that we get, mm-hmm. we don't have a fertile territory. You can't compare us to, I mean, you name it, you can't New York, LA, those are right, easy, true. right? You can't compare us. They, they don't need to leave and go scout kids other places because they have them all. They, they, they have all the kids they need. Where we have to be really good is the scouting, the identification the recruitment yeah. and then so that's our next evolution so that's what i would say and the other is is that you know we we have a new uh, academy director in in declan yogi um, after john retired and it's it's the changes is, is good and he's he's taken on such a an ownership of 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 like making the next evolution if you will because he's so excited and he's he's bought into the job, and so I'm excited about that. And I think he's going to become very uh, uh, instrumental in in the evolution of this next phase that we're going into.
3: So surrounding yourself with strong people,
2: good news. Abs-
4: Absolutely.
3: There you go. Cool. I think uh, all smart people try to do that. That's what. Uh, that's why we have a good people uh, on our pod. So. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we don't want to keep you any longer. Yeah, we'll we'll get evil looks from everybody, but no, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I, I'll just one okay. more quick question. I, I I talked to you when you became coach the first day you were named the interim coach, and when you were the technical director before that, and I, so those were some funny interviews back then. But uh, back then, I could probably name every person that worked for the Wizards minus like some ticket salespeople. There was I don't know how many that was back then, but how many people are actually part of this organization now? Do you do you know?
4: Well how about I say it this way so when you when you and I first talked there was myself and I, I think it was seven other technical staff members that included Chet Athletic Trainer I'm talking about all of it seven so including myself would be eight and on the technical side today there's probably about 58 and that's that's a that's a huge evolution right? in a short period of time. So there's it's been difficult, right? Because first off, you know, you have three entities now. You have academy, second team, MLS team. So that in itself is, is a lot to, to oversee. But then all the people and all the departments, because now the departments are, you got administrative, you got medical, you have player personnel performance um, uh, uh, coaching uh, and then equipment I'm just trying to think of the things that uh, I I wouldn't miss out on but then within that imagine like medical you have um, sports psychologist something that's completely different um, massage therapist (laughs) Um, on on the performance side you have uh, full time Dietitian, nutritionist. Um, you have a strength coach. You have a fitness coach on the field. That I mean, just go on. We have a advanced scouting. So from the, on the player personnel side, you have you have your scouting department. But scouting would be first team. It would be second team. It would be academy. And then within that, you have so that's just the scouting. That's the identification. Then you have the contractual side, like doing the player's contracts and all of that, managing the cap. Um, You have player care. So when a player comes into town, a new player comes in, we have one person that basically takes care of whether it's the individual, their family, their kids, to help them find like doctors and just on and on and on. I mean, the expansiveness of this has been incredible. And then, you know, then you have to think about how do you then pull all those people in from a culture perspective and make sure that they understand what it is that you want to accomplish every single day. And I think that's probably the, it's the hardest, but it's the easiest. And the easiest part of it is it's it's two pieces. One is everybody who works on the technical side, I always tell them the same thing every year. You really only have one job. And that is to do everything that you can in your job to make sure that when the player hits the field for kickoff at 7.39 this Saturday night, they're only focused on one thing and that is the result. So they don't have to worry like an example, if 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 I come here and I'm one of the players and my wife's pregnant and it's raining outside, I really I don't want her outside. Can you find something? like they already have that covered, I don't have to be worried about it when I'm going out into the field. Like those those details of where we are at in comparison to years ago, like wasn't even a thought process where the, the game is 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 different in that regard. Same thing with then you got that same person looking after the academy kids and school that they're in, and can they get out of school early to come to training? And it's just on and on and on. It's pretty. It's 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 a it's it's a real league. <laughs> <laughs> it's a
3: it's been amazing for me to see it grow from the outside. It's got to be just even more amazing for you to have overseen that growth. It's it's pretty incredible. Yeah. Right, Uh, I appreciate the time, Peter. Uh, I will. Hopefully, we can get you on a little bit later in the season to do some more of this. And
1: anytime, good luck this weekend.
3: Thank Thank you very much. much. Appreciate Appreciate it.
1: Got me drinking Give me a bill of whiskey One or Anything to shake